Dum 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 When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. But we never can prove the delights of His love. Until all on the altar we lay For the favor he shows For the joy he bestows Offer those who will trust and obey Trust and obey For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Lord, I love you. Please help me to trust and obey. Lord, I love you. Please help me to trust and obey. And in fellowship sweet, we will sit at his feet. Or we'll walk by His side in the way What He says we will do Where He sends we will go Never fear, only trust and obey Trust and obey For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. To be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Lord, I love you. Please help me to trust and obey. Lord, I love you. Please help me to trust and obey. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days thou shalt labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou nor thy son nor thy daughter, thy man servant nor thy maid servant nor thy cattle nor thy stranger that is within thy gates for in six days the lord made the heaven and the earth the sea and all that is in them and rested the seventh day wherefore the lord blessed the sabbath day and hallowed it good evening my lovely friends 
Welcome to the Whole Duty of Men podcast, equipping you for eternity. You are tuned in to work it out, and the voice is of Fiona. The text that we just read is from the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 to 11. And it talks about the Sabbath, the seventh day. It uses the Sabbath and the seventh day interchangeably. So in tonight's podcast, we're going to learn about why the Sabbath should be or is one of the fundamentals of the Christian faith. We're going to understand what the Sabbath means, um, why does it need the particular attention that we believe it needs, and its purpose in our lives as Christians. So, please stay tuned as you listen to Brother Tanaka um, teach us more about the Sabbath. Be blessed. This is Work It Out with Fion. Good evening and welcome to this evening's episode. This evening we'll be speaking on the subject of the Sabbath. We are living in a world where the proper Sabbath day is known to be Sunday. It's a world where the proper observing of the Sabbath is not there. Many claim that the Sabbath has been done away with and that the day we worship does not matter anymore. There are many other claims about the Sabbath. Which day is the Sabbath? How do we keep the Sabbath? And many other things concerning the Sabbath. But this evening, I want us to specifically look at what the Bible has to say about the Sabbath. If you turn your books with me, the Bible says the book of Matthew chapter 24 verse 14. The Bible says, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. So before the end of the world comes, there's going to be many things. If you look in the book of Matthew 24, the Bible says there's going to be earthquakes, famines, pestilence in diverse places. There's going to be many, many terrible things. But these things does not usher in the second coming. These things do not bring an end to the world. But the Bible says in Matthew 24 verse 14 that the preaching of the gospel, that is what is going to bring an end to the world. That is what is going to allow Jesus to come back for the second time. And we want to understand what this gospel is. And if we look in the Bible to the book of Revelation chapter 14, specifically verse 6 and verse 7, these angels symbolize this this message is symbolized by angels are going to be preached this is the gospel that is going to be preached to all the world before the second coming and if you continue down the book of revelation you see chapter 14 you see that immediately after the preaching of this gospel the second coming takes place but as we look at verse 14 as we look at chapter 14 verse 7 the bible says in verse 6 and 7 says and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. So John is saying you saw an angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel. And this gospel says was to be preached to all though to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. In other words, the whole world was to hear this gospel and this angel goes on to say with a loud voice verse 7 fear god 
and give glory to him for the hour of his judgment is come. And then it says, and worship him. Let's highlight that. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. This gospel that is being preached by this angel, this angel is also calling people to fear God and give him glory. And then in addition to that, the angel is saying, and worship him, right? That made the heaven and earth. God wants to be worshipped because he is the creator. And if you notice the language of that phrase or that part of the verse, it's a direct quotation from Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 to 11, which is one of the Ten Commandments. And if you look in Exodus chapter 20, let's notice verse 11. Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, the Bible says, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is and rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So the angel is calling people to worship God, right? And as we see that this worship is directly linked to the fourth commandment. Now, I believe that the world is worshiping God today. But we might ask, so then what is this angel calling us to do if we are already worshipping God? Why is the angel telling us to worship God? I believe we are worshipping God, but we are not worshipping God in the way that God has commanded us to worship Him. Now, how are we to worship God, you might be asking. If we remain in the book of Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 to 11, the Bible says, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The Bible says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. God knew that sometime in the future, we will be vulnerable to forget the Sabbath day. Hence, this is the only commandment out of all the Ten Commandments that begins with the word remember. The word remember implies that we will forget. And unfortunately, it seems like we have forgotten. Hence, the angel is calling our attention back to the sabbath right and the bible says the sabbath day not remember a sabbath day but the sabbath day which implies that there is only one day that god has set apart for us to worship him on we are not the ones that determine when we worship god or how we worship god but god has set a day that he wants us to worship him and i believe that we are to worship god on the day that he says we should worship him. The Bible continues to say in verse 9, he says, Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. Right? So six days, God is saying you have the six days to do each and everything that you want to do. To take care of your businesses, to attend to your life work, your different duties. God says you have all the six days of doing that. And then, Verse 10, he goes to say, but, which is contrasting you doing the things that you do in the week, in the other six days. He says, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. God is saying, on the seventh day, you are not to do anything. You are not to work. 
you or your children, your, your household, even your, the stranger or someone that comes to visit you, they are not to work as well. You are to make them keep the Sabbath just as you'll be keeping the Sabbath as well. This is how God wants us to observe the Sabbath. Now, you might be asking, why does God require such things for us? And if you notice verse 11, it gives us exactly the reason why God requires this of us. The Bible tells us in verse 11, Exodus 20 verse 11, it says, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is. So we are to keep the Sabbath day, or we are to do our work within the six days, because God did his work in the six days. And then the, the verse continues to say, And rested the seventh day, wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. So because God worked the six days, God was busy with creation. As we know the creation account, God was doing his work. And when his work came to an end at the end of six days, the seventh day, God rested. And not only did God rest, but the Bible says then God blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. No other day or do we have any other record in the Bible that tells us that any other day was sanctified or was made holy by God? We only see this for the seventh day Sabbath. So this implies that God wants us to worship him on the day because he has set this day apart and he has made it holy. Now, you might be asking, so what are we then to do on the Sabbath day? God already said we are not to do anything. I believe the Sabbath day is a day, as you can see in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 to 11, is a day that we are spending with God. It's a day where we commemorate creation. We look back on the work that God has done in creating us. And that same creative power is the same redemptive power. So the Sabbath actually points us also forward to when God is going to redeem us again. And if you look in Deuteronomy chapter 5, you'll see that God actually gives another reason for us to keep the Sabbath. It says because he has redeemed the Israelites out of Egypt. So God is going to redeem us from this world and take us to heaven. So the, the Sabbath points us back to, the, to creation. It makes us reflect on God's creation. And it also makes us look forward to when God is going to redeem us from this evil, sinful world. The Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah chapter 58, we're going to look at verse 13 and 14. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 58, verse 13 and 14, If thou wilt turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable and shalt honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words. The Bible is saying here, on the Sabbath day, if you delight, if you enjoy the Sabbath day, you know, many of us enter the Sabbath day and we don't find pleasure in the Sabbath day. We can't wait for the Sabbath to be over. But God is saying, if, which is a condition, meaning you can do otherwise, God is not forcing us to do it. But he's saying, if you obey the Sabbath, you stop doing your own things on the Sabbath, you stop speaking your own thing, you stop thinking your own things, and you delight in the Sabbath, you take pleasure in taking part in the Sabbath, God is saying, verse 14, 
Then shall thy delight thyself in the Lord. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. So God is saying that there is a very special blessing that comes along with observing the Sabbath. There are many gifts that God is waiting to to bestow upon us on the Sabbath day. Only if we delight in the Sabbath day and we observe the Sabbath day properly. I believe that the reason why we may not seem like we are prospering in life. The reason why it may seem like our lives are not going as well as we would want our lives to be. Is because we are not honoring the Sabbath of the Lord. We are finding pleasure of our own on the Sabbath day of the Lord. A day we're supposed to be spending with God. A day we're supposed to be contemplating on God's creative and redemptive power. We are busy doing our own business. Thinking of our own gain. And the Lord is saying, if you delight in the Sabbath day, He will bless you abundantly. I also believe that because the reason why the world is in the state that it's in today, so evil and even more sinful by the day, is because we are not observing the Sabbath as the Lord would have us to observe the Sabbath. We are observing the Sabbath on other days. We are keeping Sunday holy, which has no biblical foundation to. And God is displeased. And because of that, because of disobedience, God will withhold his blessings from us. Many people say that the Sabbath was for the Jews and it's no longer needed to be kept. The Bible also addresses this issue. I want us to look at the purpose of the Sabbath before we close. If you go with me with your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 2, we'll look at verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, Thus the heavens and the earth were finished. And all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Now, if you notice the language of this verse, It's exactly after Genesis chapter 1. And Genesis chapter 1 is speaking about how God created. Genesis chapter 1 focuses on the six days of creation. As we enter into chapter 2, we see what God did on the seventh day. After God created, we see what God did on the seventh day. It says that God rested from all his works which he had made. Now, if you also notice carefully this verse, it's, it's, it's before chapter 3, and we see that chapter 3 is the entrance of sin. If you, if you also notice in this verse, Adam and Eve had just been created. And if I can ask you, has, was Adam and Eve Jews? I don't think they were Jews because in the creation there was nothing called a Jew or a Gentile. So therefore we can clearly see that the Sabbath was created for the whole of mankind. Because it was created in the beginning. If we say the Sabbath was however created for the Jew, then we have to say as well that creation was for the Jews only. But that is not the case. And if you see in the book of Mark chapter 2, if you notice the book of Mark chapter 2, verse 27 and 28, the Bible says, And he said unto them, The the Sabbath was made for man, and not man for the Sabbath. 
Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. So this verse directly puts it clearly by saying that the Sabbath was actually made for mankind. The whole of the human race, the Sabbath was created for us. Hence, you'll see that in the book of Revelation, in the book of Matthew 24, God is giving a message to the whole world, not to the Jews, but to the whole world, and is telling them that you need to remember the Sabbath day. You need to worship God, not the way you want to worship God, but the way God wants us to worship Him. The Sabbath is also a sign between God's people. And if we see in the book of Ezekiel, we'll look at verse 20 and we'll look at verse 12. Ezekiel 12, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 12 and 20. The Bible says in Ezekiel chapter 12, Moreover also I gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am the Lord that sanctified them. The Bible is saying God gave us the Sabbath as a sign between us and Him. The way that God can identify His people is by the observance of the Sabbath. God identifies us as His own when we observe the Sabbath. Many of us do not observe the Sabbath. And this verse is saying God only identifies those that observe the Sabbath. Now, there are many people that are observing Sunday as the Sabbath out of ignorance because they have not received the light on the Sabbath truth yet. The Bible says that at the time of your ignorance, the Lord winks at. So you're not judged for things that you've done without knowledge. But God is saying, His people are identified by the keeping of the Sabbath. And in verse 20 of Ezekiel 20, it says, And hallow my Sabbaths, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that ye may know that I am the Lord your God. The Sabbath is God's sign of identification. God identifies us by the observance of the Sabbath. And if you notice, it says that the, the Bible says that, And hallow my Sabbaths, and there shall be a sign between me and you, that ye may know that I am the Lord your God. If you notice in Exodus chapter 20 from verse 8 to 11, this is where we get, if I can say, the signature of God. If the fourth commandment was not part of the Ten Commandments, we would not know who created the world. We would not know who the Ten Commandments belong to. Any God that claims to be God would just go and claim to be God. But because of the fourth commandment, it's so important because the fourth commandment gives us the identity of who the Creator is. The fourth commandment gives us the true observance of the Sabbath. I hope this lesson was clear. In conclusion, I just want to say that God's last message is calling the world to a proper observance of the Sabbath. The last message will produce two groups of people. Those who keep God's commandments and those who do not keep the commandments of God. May God help us and may God, us give, and may God give us strength to obey all His words. And let's ask that the Lord gives us strength because in and of ourselves we are not able to to keep the Sabbath the way God wants us to. 
but it is only through God's grace, only through God that we are able to observe the Sabbath. May God bless you. Happy Sabbath.